Here is something really enchanting. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls? It is resonance. Wow, we're here for a week where we're not listening to my other podcast. How exciting is that? This is Chris Michaels. If you did want to listen to my other podcast, you can find me at Last Call with Chris Michaels on all of your favorite podcasting platforms or uh, Twitter, Instagram, Last Call Caravan on there too. So this is resonance. Uh, via onthewakeupradio.com. By the way, it is now over four years that onthewakeupradio.com has been broadcasting brilliance to all of you out there. So if you were to thank any one of us, it would come in the form of money. So go to the website, onthewakeupradio.com, participate in any sort of dialogues that we're having, create a profile for yourself, or you can simply say, hey, you guys are fantastic. Here is a bucket of money. Do whatever you want with it because we do this out of love for information and people like you out there that listen to us. So that's the most important thing, and that's what we should be the most grateful for. Um, so tonight is a big deal. Um, I know we said we're supposed to do this 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Wednesday, but for whatever reason, it's not working out. Mercury is in retrograde. I have something. Uh, the network has something. So we always end up doing every other week, every two weeks. Whatever. It's, it's fine. It is what it is, and that's just part of the game. And since we're all brilliant, uh, we, it doesn't matter because we all know what to do when – Shit gets real. So there's one thing that is coming up tonight in about 15 minutes, and it is a Project Veritas drop. For those of you that don't know what Project Veritas is, uh, they basically set up all of these stupid, stupid, what apparently is all men on Tinder dates where these dumb men spill the beans on the companies that they work for particularly Pfizer or Moderna, or uh, if you're in the uh, FDA or the CDC, uh, you got the feather stuffed throw pillow that came out and said that he wanted to shoot people uh, with a blowgun and essentially inoculate people with the vaccines. So tonight is supposed to be a Project Veritas drop uh, that is from a couple of executives within Pfizer. So uh, Pfizer is interesting. Pfizer is an interesting company because I did do some research into Pfizer, and I found out a couple of things. Well, the, the first part 
Uh, that's interesting with Pfizer, or or I shouldn't say interesting, it's detrimental to Pfizer, is what their approved vaccination should be. Now, everyone is out there. Or if you work for somebody, if you're especially if you're in healthcare, you have oh you've got to get vaccinated, otherwise you cannot work here anymore, and it's no more dangerous than a flu vaccine, and blah blah blah. Okay, so let's really analyze that statement. What What's going on here? Something called Comirnaty, Comirnaty which uh, eerily sounds like Illuminati, but Comirnaty is the approved vaccine. It is the approved product. But if you call up Pfizer, which I've done, and if you ask them to send you the documents on the approved inoculation, Comirnaty, they will say, in the document itself, that Pfizer has no intent on creating Comirnaty and putting it onto the market. So the only approved COVID-19 inoculation is not available. The other ones that are available is the Pfizer-BioNTech, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson, none of which are approved and still being distributed under the EUA, which is the Emergency Euthanasia. <laughs> Whoops, Freudian slip. Emergency Authorization Act, EUA. Um, uh, no, not, that's not right. Emer what is it? The EUA is Emergency EUA. Ah, I don't know what it is. Well, let's do a Google search immediately because that has clearly, thrown a monkey wrench into Emergency Use Authorization Act. Gosh, that's what EUA means. Good heavens, I don't know how many other podcasts I've said the wrong thing on, but you know what? It is a, uh, it's a progression. You know, life is a progression. You can't necessarily sit there and beat yourself up for past mistakes. So, Emergency Use Authorization, EUA, is what all of the other inoculations are available under. And it even says in the Pfizer document that Cominardi, along with its Pfizer-BioNTech inoculation, is only available through the EUA. So all of these companies that are telling you that, oh, you've got to get the, uh, the vaccine, otherwise you can't work here, uh, they are essentially breaking the law because they're, what they're essentially telling you is that we want you to take an experimental injection, a gene therapy platform. Uh, we're not going to be held accountable due to our mandate. The government isn't going to be held accountable, and neither are the pharmaceutical industries that put these things out there. They're not going to be held accountable either. But the only way to keep your job is if you take this experimental jab. Um, Mm, so when you really start digging into all of this stuff, you come to the conclusion that all of these people are, in fact, bluffing. If you live in New York, you find out that a lot of healthcare networks like a Northwell or uh, what is it? The Legrone? Uh, I, I forgot what it is. But they're all demanding that their healthcare workers take these inoculations. Now, here's the thing if you're an employee, here's the thing that you don't realize. If you are under a mandate and your employer says, hey, you've got to get the vaccine or you're going to get fired. Oh, you're not going to get fired. You're going to get laid off. Oh, by the way, it counts as a furlough, so you're not going to get unemployment insurance. Um, whatever, whatever kind of laws we have to break to make sure that you don't collect un, uh, unemployment insurance, 
Um, they're all bluffing because you are legally allowed to apply for a medical mandate or a religious, uh, not a medical mandate, a, a medical waiver or a religious waiver. You're legally allowed to do those things. Now, it doesn't guarantee that you will be approved for any of that, but you are allowed to apply for those two exemptions, medical and religious. Now, the problem with a lot of people say, oh, do the religious, do the religious, because according to the law, if you do a religious exemption and you apply for it, uh, basically you can say you believe in rocks and trees and acorns and you'll be approved. That's not the case. Because you're dealing with an old set of rules and your boss and your company, especially if you belong to a major organization like a Northwell, they're dealing with a whole different set of occult rules, meaning there are directives and rules and policies that are generated and being applied behind the scenes, and they don't tell you about it. So you're thinking that, oh, all I have to do is this and I'll be good. But the problem is, is that your boss and the... Uh, basically the CEO, the C-suite individuals, they're not telling you that the rules have changed. So when you apply for a religious exemption, your version of the application is out of date. Because essentially you can say, I believe in anything, and they say, well, we believe in quote-unquote science. So you must get the vaccination. Northwell, uh, which is an enormous enormous healthcare network in New York, uh, particularly on uh, Long Island, New York City, and a little bit north of New York City, um, they are mandating that their employees get an inoculation. Now, here's the problem with all that. They have upwards, I think they have 70,000 employees, but I think 14 or 15,000 of those employees are not vaccinated, nor do they intend to get vaccinated. So, the problem then becomes, can you afford to lay off 15,000 employees out of 70,000 and expect to function properly? And the answer, of course, is no. So what they did, uh, I think last uh, Monday, actually, they laid off 1,400 people, so 10% of that 15,000. And then all of a sudden, the news headline, oh, Northwell, uh, we've got 100% vaccination rates within our employees. Uh, no, you don't. You laid off 1,400 people that did not apply for a medical waiver or a religious waiver, nor did those 1,400 people get approved. So that's the real story behind that. Now, the other part of the story is that the CEO of Northwell is very, very well connected. He's literally the godfather of the former governor of New York, Cuomo, and uh, essentially the CEO, uh, Dowling, of Northwell was allowed to generate a medical monopoly all across Long Island and New York City with the governor's blessing because literally – Dowling is the godfather to the former governor. So inside trading, uh, yeah, okay, that's exactly what has been going on. So here is what you need to do in case you are going to try to apply for a medical waiver. Because the religious waiver, everyone knows that you're going to try and do that, and it's not really going to apply. So what you have to do with your medical waiver is say, hey, look. Here are some documents, and if anybody wants it, I'll, get, I'll forward you the FDA documents on this. Here's what has to happen. Um, 
basically, I have three different documents from the FDA. And it is literally from the FDA. First document, uh, the, the Culminardi, which is unavailable, is, was approved through BLA, which means it's a biologic, which means that the vaccine is not a chemical compound. It's not a very typical vaccine. What it is, is something that is made out of living cells, some sort of biological entity, former animal, fetus used from uh, Planned Parenthood, that kind of deal. The other thing, they have not performed any sort of testing on carcinogenicity, which is essentially, do you get cancer after you're inoculated with this stuff? Uh, I, there's another term for it. Basically, what that term means is whether or not your DNA is going to be corrupted after you get injected with this stuff. Uh, they also have not performed any studies on whether or not it affects male fertility. So men could be infertile after getting this Culminardi injection or the Pfizer-BioNTech injection. Finally, they also, in this document, have done no studies on whether or not an inoculated mother can pass along whatever it is in these injections onto their newborn through their breast milk. And we're finding out that whatever it is these mothers are injected with are, in fact, passing along whatever it is onto their newborns. You, we're starting to see stories about newborns being essentially uh, killed through this stuff. Uh, there was a heartbreaking story about a newborn, uh, all sorts of deformities, uh, literal holes on in their body uh, through this stuff. Uh, it, it looks like the child has radiation poisoning. That's how bad it is. And uh, they're saying, oh, you should still get the vaccine. because." And it's like, I feel really, really bad for the parents because I've read their social media and not one suspicion of a vaccine. It's all, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened, but we're loving our child anyway. It's like, no, sweetheart, you got an inoculation and you're not putting two and two together. So that's what we have to do with that. The other, the other parts of these FDA documents clearly state that uh, the testing for all this stuff essentially does not end. The, so the pharmaceutical industries do not have to send in their final reports until December of 2027. That is six years from now. So what you can argue with your employer is, um, okay, so the one approved vaccine is not available, Cominardi, and anything else is still available only under the Emergency Use Authorization Act in EUA. So what you're telling me is that the only way I can keep my job and be employed is if I take an experimental inoculation. And here are the FDA documents saying just that. Oh, by the way, here's the document from Pfizer saying they have no intentions on actually creating the Cominardi vaccine that was approved in the foreseeable future. That's how you can argue the medical exemption. So next thing because we only have less than three minutes left until the big time Project Veritas drop. We've got, I, saw, I spoke about COVID. The next thing is Facebook. We've got this woman, Hagen, Hogan, whatever her name is. She is a miraculous individual. She came out of nowhere. She's being represented by Jen Psaki's uh, PR firm, public relations firm. Now, Jen Psaki, you may remember her as the redheaded snob 
Haverden, termagant, that is the press secretary for Joseph Biden, Barack Obama, and Harris. Um, yes, it's her firm that is representing Hogan, and also her law firm. You know, you got the PR firm, then you got the law firm. Her law firm is uh, the same law firm that is associated with Eric Chiramella. Now, Eric Chiramella, who is that? He is the Russia Gate whistleblower that threw Trump into a tailspin and got him impeached. And nobody was allowed to say his name on Capitol Hill. The media wasn't allowed to say his name because that is part of an ongoing investigation. Eric Chiaramella worked with James Clapper, worked with Comey, worked with Biden, traveled with Biden. Uh, so the, these are all big time Democrats. And you've got a woman from Facebook claiming to be somebody that is altruistic, literally advocating for more Facebook censorship. And she got a blue check, check mark next to her name on Twitter the same day she joined Twitter, which is almost impossible. Meanwhile, people like Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, he cannot get a blue check mark. He's banned from all the platforms. And this intelligence trap Hogan is more than happy to talk about everything else. And fascism, finally, what we're talking about with fascism is that the Biden administration and the Department of Justice under Attorney General Merrick Garland, big time Democrat hat, is now going after parents that show up to a board of education meetings demanding mask mandates and inoculation mandates be removed from uh, their school districts. Now Merrick Garland is allowing the FBI to go after these people. Parents, go after parents. And one of the reasons why is that Merrick Garland's son-in-law is the president and CEO of the company that publishes, distributes, and creates Oh, you're going to love this critical. Uh, what is it called? Uh, critical race theory. Uh, the, the, um, paraphernalia. So, of course, Merrick Garland, not critical. What is it called? Oh, man, I was on such a roll. It's not critical race theory. What is it called? It is called. Is it critical race theory? No. Could it be? I guess it is critical race theory. Okay, so I was right. All right, so critical race theory uh, basically says America is racist through and through. Now, there is racism in America without a doubt, but is it uh, bled through everything? No, it isn't. Not at all. I don't believe that, and I believe a lot of other people don't believe that either. Just look at the the Republican candidate to run for the mayor of New York City, Curtis Sliwa. Curtis Sliwa is the only uh, person running for mayor of New York City that can go into the projects and get fist bumps, high fives, and actually talk to people. So don't tell me that I'm if anybody is racist, it is the Democrat Party. Anyway, Merrick Garland, son-in-law, owner, uh, has a son-in-law who is the president and CEO of the, of the group that runs Critical Race Theory, prints it out, and distributes, distributes it to schools. So you can only 
put two and two together to determine that Merrick Garland has a financial interest, his family has a financial interest to make sure that parents do not get their say during a board of education meeting. So Merrick Garland should be held accountable and impeached. All right, it's 8.01 Eastern Standard Time. This is Resonance with Chris Michaels. We're going to keep it to this time. It's 8.02 now. You can uh, continue to listen to Resonance on thewakeupradio.com. Over four years of broadcasting. Brilliant. You can find me at The Last Call Caravan on Twitter and also on Instagram. You can find my other podcast, Last Call with Chris Michaels, on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Until next week, every single Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is Resonance with Chris Michaels. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deanne. Cindy Ashwin On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.